You know these stories got started on the pages of the Greater Ashland Beacon newspaper in eastern Kentucky nearly five years ago, and our Read Me a Bedtime Story column there is still going strong. Thank you to all the good people at that wonderful paper for encouraging our imaginative fun and sometimes off-the-wall tales. For two years now, we've shared with you, via this podcast, many more to come on the pages of the Beacon and on the airwaves here at the Professor Theo's Mystery Lab podcast. Thank you for reading, listening. We love sharing our stories with you. If you have listened to and enjoyed this podcast, or any podcast, please take time to leave a rating, review on iTunes, or Podchaser, or wherever. Those reviews go a long way to help spread the word about your favorite storytellers, interviewers, educators, and more. We would love to get a review from you. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. You know Mr. X's story well. How his upbringing led to a hatred of all technology. How he worked as the P.E. teacher at Splendid Elementary. How he tricked young Tanner Thompson into going into the gaming world, literally into it, to retrieve a virus. Tanner thought he was helping. He had no idea that Theory had intended to use the virus to destroy all games and computer technology. Tanner hopped from one video game to the next, one gaming laptop to another, this smartphone to that one, quantum leaping from one game to the next, to gather enough character allies, kung fu tortoises, pack people, space invaders, race car drivers, Italian plumbers, giant apes, and many more to stop X, befriending Max along the way. You know their stories as well, as they have long been documented on the pages of the Ashland Beacon newspaper and on this podcast. You know them as the computer whiz kids, and if you've made it to this episode, the two-year anniversary episode of this podcast, you also know that Theory X was caught how he was caught, I have not told that story until now. And you know of his escape from Splendid Prison during May's great Splendid Prison breakout. As a side note, an important one, you know that Tanner's sister, Tracy Thompson, has been a big help along the way, often playing double duty as whiz kid and kid superhero. She's even leapt into the gaming world with Tanner and Max from time to time. She's there now, in fact. I heard all three of them missed their first day of virtual school, and I'm not very happy about it. Neither is their teacher, Mr. Brains. No longer the fourth-grade science teacher, he's now the fifth-grade virtual virtuoso. And I'm not very happy about that, either. My son is in the class, and he just loves... Mr. Brains. Though he has no idea who Baron Brains really is and what he's done. That is a story for another day. This day belongs to the computer whiz kids and to Mr. X, wherever they may be.
I'm Professor Theo, broadcasting live from my lab on the campus of Splendid University, home to strange but brilliant experiments that may, let's be honest, have a little something to do with all the wild stories that abound in this awesome little town, home of the kids' superheroes and race car driving cats, a town with a pig running for mayor against a ten-year-old girl, both qualified for the post, too. Pork chop, job creator with the meatless jackpot restaurant, and Janet Jones, former third and fourth grade class president at Splendid Elementary. More on that in our upcoming third annual Election Day special, coming in early November. Today on episode 95, our two-year podcast-versary episode, let's get a little update on Tanner and Max in the gaming world. X-Fest. To understand Tanner and Max's current predicament, you need to know how they caught X in the first place, after the showbiz pizza fiasco, and before the great splendid prison escape. I have shied away from telling it for... The details of what really happened on that day vary depending on who you talk to, and my lawyers say it may implicate my son, kid superhero Buck Travers, in some dastardly deeds. But he is innocent, I tell you. Remember, Tanner and Max and Tracy leapt into an old goblins, ghosts, and ghouls game, a harrowing experience if there ever was one. Instead of being on the hunt for Mr. X, these three were now the hunted by goblins and ghosts and ghouls. Luckily, they hopped out and into, this is weird, an old slushy machine. The three were frozen in ice in an old gas station somewhere, their leaping calculations greatly off. They were shrunken and now freezing in red cherry-flavored shaved ice. Kid Volcano showed up just in time, a fire atop his head, to pour himself a delicious slushy drink. Only his excess body heat melted all the slushy goodness, as it always does. And he walked away dejected. Tracy and Tanner and Max were thrilled, though. Hypothermia could have only been minutes away. They leapt out and into a different game on the continued hunt for Theory X. Tanner and Max and Tracy found themselves deep in the gaming world. They leapt furiously from one game to the next. At one moment they were battling and then befriending street fighters, falling in a hole and getting trapped in an old E.T. game. They bounced around with Cubert and nearly, very nearly, trapped X under a burger in burger time. Tanner and Max won championships on NBA Jam and Tecmo Bowl, but Theory X, playing for the other team every time, always leapt out just in time, just out of the grip of our whiz kid heroes. Then one day, kid superhero Buck Travers appeared to help them. Tracy was thrilled to see her best friend, and the whiz kids could certainly use that help at that time, 
But Tracy was suspicious, too, for Buck didn't seem himself. And he wasn't. It wasn't Buck at all, but a mod developed by X to trick Tanner and Max and Tracy and to do them in once and for all. Buck, not real Buck, but evil mod Buck, actually attacked Tracy and defeated her, deleting her from the game. Fortunately for Tracy, game over in Pitfall didn't equal game over in the real world. She awoke, safe at home in bed, but wasn't able to leap back in to help. When she realized that Max was back in the real world too, also a victim of evil Maud, certainly not my son, Buck Travers, they became very concerned about Tanner. He was in the gaming world all alone, after all, with only Buck. Bring him, Tanner, to me, X had demanded of his evil Buck creation. Delete the others and bring Tanner to me. I want to deal with him face to face. And that's just what Buck did. Evil Buck told Tanner that Tracy and Max had been surrounded and defeated by creepers and zombies and vindicators. Oh, my. And that had enraged Tanner to his boiling point. The two, Tanner and Evil Buck, stood at the edge of an ocean in a game called Superhero Shark. Theory X was on an island not far offshore. After successfully solving a series of complicated puzzles and sky stones, a superhero shark was to deliver our hero to the island. But the shark, superhero status or no, could only take one at a time. Tanner agreed to be the first to go face X. Fake Buck stayed behind. Tanner rode that shark like a bucking bronco, over waves and around a reef, high above the water, crashing down to the depths where he was sure he spotted a downed pirate ship, likely full of treasure. But there was no time to waste. This was a shark and a boy on a mission. Tanner was soon on the island, on the hunt. And because it was all a setup, face to face with Theory X, and a dozen of his villainous minions, Tanner was surrounded, helpless. Back on land, evil Buck was content, happy in a job well done, imagining all the terrible things that X must have planned for Tanner. This bad boy Maud had successfully completed his mission, earned five stars, and smiled. Accomplished. But Buck wasn't alone for long. He heard rumblings from a nearby forest and spotted something flying overhead. All of the sudden, strange, creeping noises were all around. Suddenly, Buck was surrounded. Street fighters and bounty hunters and soccer players and aliens and space invaders and John McClane stood around our anti-hero. And though Buck put up a good fight, he was outnumbered captured and bound, no longer a threat. Bad boy Maud Buck spilled the beans, and our army of heroes set out to rescue Tanner from the island of Mr. X. No boats were nearby, but with the superhero shark now gone, a group of dolphins felt safe to approach the shore. They offered our heroes a stealthy ride, 
while others surfed across. The dolphins couldn't carry the whole load, but fortunately some surfers were in the video game mix of our heroes, and I'll tell you something, there's nothing funnier than seeing a bunch of Olympic-level surfers balancing Pac-Man ghosts, aliens, wrestlers, and more on their boards headed for the island. This was where Mr. X had his last stand. His dozen minions were outmatched fourfold by our video game heroes rallying for Tanner. Max and Tracy had returned, too, with reinforcements. I'm back. The real kid superhero, Buck Travers. This all spelled the end for Theory X. Unsuccessful in his attempt to end the technological lives of all these fun video game characters and our very own computer whiz kids and kid superheroes. X was brought back to the real world, tried and convicted by a jury of his peers, and sentenced to time in splendid prison. Of course, if you have heard the story of the great splendid prison breakout from last May, you know that he is out there again, teamed with the great chili monster, plotting something. Tanner and Max are back in the gaming world, too, quantum leaping from one video game to the next on the hunt for Theory X. Tracy is in there, too, and Buck hops in from time to time. But that, listeners, is a story for another day. Interesting side note, a wrestling character named Pete the Powerful who had been a big help in this final battle on the island of Theory X. Well, Pete the Powerful leapt out of the gaming world with our whiz kids, and he is now the new P.E. teacher at Splendid Elementary. Kids don't mind at all that he's a pixely video game character. He's a really good gym teacher. I'll have to tell you Pete the Powerful's full tale on another episode someday. Thank you for joining us for this very special episode. The fact that we're still here after two years and nearly 100 episodes, over 2,000 of you tuning in every week, that's awesome. Thank you for listening, spreading the word, encouraging us with messages, ratings, reviews, shout-outs, even a few dollars here and there. We appreciate it more than you know. That's all for this week, listeners. We'll be back in October with three brand new Halloween-themed episodes. And I can't wait. I love October. And in November, the third annual Professor Theo's Election Day special. And right around the corner, the 100th episode of the Professor Theo's Mystery Lab podcast. Until then, have a wild wonderful week. Be good to each other. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might zap you into a video game. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo 
at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.